can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer. Because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Alright, hey everybody. Uh, hope you're having a good evening. Welcome to Swamp Ass Uggos here on KZSM.org. I am your host, Jordan Pilkington, and with me is my homo roommate, Lexi Morris. I'm gay and I'm scared. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, speaking of, speaking of scary stories, uh, I got you pretty good last week. I'm yeah. pretty proud of it. I'm, I'm ex- pretty goddamn proud of, of ex- how much I scared you last week. I'm extremely mad uh, at how scared I was last week. I was physically jumping mm-hmm. and turning over my shoulder, but it is nice to know that I wasn't the only one that was scared. Oh, that's true. Jason Johnson's a huge coward. Uh, friend friend <laughs> of the show, Jason Johnson. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he let us know that he was petrified of the things that he saw. Yeah, the, 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 scary, the scariest part was the whole thing. Um, I couldn't even pick one out. Um, what was it again? The crone, the crone of, of the Catskills. Cat mm-hmm. Yeah, that's terrifying. I think about it often. Um, I feel cursed. As you should. Oh, yeah, that's... I forgot. Uh, um, for everyone that remembers last week's show, uh, the crone of the Catskills was a little wooden statue with nails in her eyes and a, and a noose around her neck. Uh, so I made our own little crone of the San Marcos uh, by taking an old pop figure that I had nailing... Uh, putting nails through its eyes and leaving it on Lexi's door. <laughs> yeah, I came home distressed from a day at work to find some some doll with nails in its eyes <laughs> hung from my door. Um, it, and, like, I mean, it was wrapped up with, like, shoelaces. And it did, I couldn't tie a noose. It did it so hard to tie a noose yeah. with shoelaces. Well, yeah, I'm glad you don't know how to do that. Uh-huh. Uh, but I was, it was, it was terrifying as the silhouette, and then as I got closer to it and realized it was a Funko Pop figure <laughs> of like, what was it, some dude from Supernatural or something? It's a priest. Yeah, uh, a little demystified, but still super creepy. Absolutely. Oh man, I didn't think about the fact that you probably had a bad day at work. That makes it so hey, much. Fun. They're that makes all it, bad days. That makes my it guy. so much funnier. Yeah, um, I love my work. I love my job. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Anyway, speaking of scary stories, you have a chance to get back at me tonight, because tonight we're doing a little thing called Slumber Party Scary Stories, where the two of us get to have a little slumber party, and we're going to tell each other stories to see who can, uh, you know, who can scare the other one the most. See, you keep saying that I have this chance for revenge, um, but I have been trying and trying <laughs> to find these scary stories, mm-hmm. um, but as we all know now, I am a giant baby. Absolutely. Um, everything scares me. I jump at every every little sound now. Um, Meanwhile, I've never felt fear a day in my life. No. I mean, you you are someone with a subscription to... Uh, Shudder. To Shudder. Yeah. Yeah, so you can watch horror flicks all the time. I know you do often. Mm-hmm. The last scary thing I watched was um, Suprisia. Suspiria. Suspiria. <laughs> Man, I 
don't care. <laughs> it's a good movie. Uh, but we watched the old one, uh-huh. and it was it was scary, but it was scary in the way that bad films from the seventies are. It was an art film, not a bad film. What did I say? <laughs> um, Didn't you watch it on a first date? It was it was the second, I think. It's still a weird choice for a, for a date movie. Look, it was not my choice. That's true. It was also in Italian. It was an Italian film that took place in Germany where the protagonist was American. I wasn't just scared, I was confused. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't I don't partake in scary things um, deliberately. Mm-hmm. I like roller coasters, but that's not they're not scary to me. It's that's the only thrill. thrill yeah, that's mm-hmm. the only thrilling thing that I take part in. I hate being scared. It's it perplexes me that people enjoy the state of fear mm-hmm. and uncertainty. That ain't normal. Is that normal? Um, but I feel like I'm kind of the the odd duck here because of that opinion. Uh-huh. So while I was trying to find things that would be scary that I could get you back with, so I could haunt your dreams, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna have to settle for just banging on the walls late at night because <laughs> every time I tried to find something comparable, uh, I would scare myself. So I that's would, so funny. I, I did not. Uh, I did not write them down. <laughs> I did not save those files. I. That's they so, scared me so much. That's so good. You couldn't even like stomach them long enough to try to get me back. No, not at all. You know what? This is this is going to be a, a lasting challenge for as long as we do the show. Um, at the end of every show, we can have a little segment where you try to find a different horror story or creepypasta that you read to me, and if it scares me. Uh, I don't know, I'll give you like 20 bucks. Oh, yeah, sweet. Mm-hmm. Love a good Venmo. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what I did end up doing, also, I didn't want to find any that I thought you would have already found. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I did, instead of looking on the internet mostly, I did look on the internet because mm-hmm. I was getting a little desperate, but first yeah. I looked to books. Okay. Um, because uh, I know you read a lot, mm-hmm. but I feel like with, with the sheer amount of books, it's it's not like Google searches where you find a the first couple of results you just go yeah. for anything um and i decided to go back to my childhood because what's what's scarier than childhood what's scarier than childhood the epitome of a of a you know sleepover i mean yeah it's like scary stories that you know kids and teenagers are telling to each yeah, other make a little friends jump exactly so and i thought to myself what what did i used to read what used to scare me so i checked out scary stories to tell in the dark and even scary wait no it's called more scary stories <laughs> to tell in the dark they're not exactly even scarier they're just more there's just even more there's of just them. even more of them isn't yes. that the third one's called even more scary stories even more scary stories well they didn't have that one at the, oh, the local library although the local library did have so many great books to offer and i love it with my life thank you san marcus public library um by the way they are open if you need to check out books, you can put books on hold um, by calling in or by emailing them or by going to their website. Do they have like a pickup option where you can just like walk in and like... You can't browse. Mm-hmm. So you do have to go through the online catalog. Okay. Um, but the system is really easy. All you have to do is um, put them on hold um, and you can go at any window that they have mm-hmm. um, and they'll they'll put them aside for you. You just call their number once you get there. And they'll come to the door and place them on a table that's right in front of the automatic doors. Yeah. So you you know you are, there's automatically it's a very distance social between distance. you. Yes. Okay. That, and then that rules, there's actually. book returns outside as well. And yeah. actually, I went today, and they even had signs that you could take home and put in your yard. You could say, you know, summer readers live here, or you know, take the census. And so that, that people can come and bully us. 
for reading. Yeah. Um, just pick up the sign and whack People us go, with oh, it. Oh, you like to read Shakespeare? And then they just hit <laughs> us with it. Um, so, you, yeah, there's books on self-defense, <laughs> protecting your <laughs> home. <laughs> what to do when you're bullied. Uh, books on how to lay booby traps like Home Alone. Yeah. All right, books, anyway. Books for all sorts of important stuff. Anyway. So you picked out scary stories that tell in the dark. Yeah. Um, guess guess um, guess how fruitful that was for finding things that would scare you. Uh, very. It made you relive a lot of your traumatic nightmares. Well, not exactly. Oh, boy. Um, I was scared of, of some of the things in here, but I think I was scared of the pictures because some of them are a little haunting. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't read. I think it's mostly, <laughs> I think it's mostly the scary part of scary stories. It's not the it's not the the words. It's the pictures. It's the pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they always say. Um, yeah, so I did my best. I picked up I picked up a few of those books. I will say that some of them are really funny. Some of them are meant to be funny, mm-hmm. and some of them I think there are parts where you know if, if you're really nitpicky, they're just hilarious. Um, but I do think that you're probably going to make me pee my pants, and I'm going to make you breathe heavily out of your nose i'm gonna laugh i'm gonna i'm not gonna laugh i'm gonna go that's so funny yeah that's that's so funny yeah, swamp ass drinking game that's every, funny. take a shot every time jordan says that's so funny instead of laughing <laughs> all right you want to get started yeah do you want to go first yeah sure I'll set go the first. tone okay i'll go first i'll go first oh shit my computer just turned off <laughs> dun 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 all right where's the mouse where's the mouse and when he needed it most it vanished, it vanished. All right, so this uh, this story is called There's No Reason to Be Afraid by Whoever Fights Monster. I got all of mine online, so they're like okay. they're like usernames. It's not like it wasn't someone's given name. Mm-hmm. Okay. When my sister Betsy and I were kids, our family lived for a while in a charming old farmhouse. We loved exploring its dusty corners and climbing the apple tree in the backyard. But our favorite thing was the ghost. We called her mother because she seemed so kind and nurturing. Some mornings, Betsy and I would wake up, and on each of our nightstands, we'd find a cup that hadn't been there the night before. Mother had left them there, worried that we'd get thirsty during the night. She just wanted to take care of us. Among the house's original furnishings was an antique wooden chair, which we kept against the back wall of the, li- of the living room. Whenever we were preoccupied watching TV or playing a game, Mother would inch that chair forward across the room towards us. Sometimes... She'd managed to move it all the way to the center of the room. We always felt sad putting it back against the wall. Mother just wanted to be near us. Years later, long after we'd moved out, I found an old newspaper article about the farmhouse's original occupant, a widow. She'd murdered her two children by giving them each a cup of poisoned milk before bed. Then she'd hanged herself. The article included a photo of the farmhouse's living room with a woman's body hanging from a beam. Beneath her, knocked over, was that old wooden chair placed exactly in the center of the room. Oh my goodness. That's story one. Oh. <laughs> How you feeling? I hate it. It is spooky? That is spooky. That one spooked me a little bit. The cups that they were given, though, was there anything in them? I don't know. It, it, it doesn't, it doesn't specify. <laughs> that's, that's, it is creepy to think about, but I feel like you can kind of... Um, take it lighter if you're trying to think about exactly what cups if you're if you're looking at this as like a writing workshop you're like uh well i have a question who what did she pour into those cups yeah and were there sounds from the cabinets 
when she opened the cabinets to get the cups from the cupboard. Um, quick question. The story says that it was milk in the cups. Uh, did she leave the milk on their nightstands all night? Did she give her... Ch- is that what she poisoned them with? Is, Rancid milk? Is it supposed to be scary because she put ice in the milk? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, imagine a... Imagine mother was at our apartment, mm. um, and she just had like two, like a um, like a witch witch cup, and <laughs> some sort and of and a like, shot glass of a, a stripper from Las yes, Vegas. Yes, the Vegas the Vegas Chippendale shot glass uh-huh. of milk and poison. It just wouldn't <laughs> be a lethal dose. It just wouldn't be effective. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I feel like most cups that I have, even at my house back home, they're like, you know, the little mermaids on them. Or... Mm-hmm. It kind of takes just the fear factor out if you imagine it's got like Captain America on it. Yeah. She's like, drink up, my child. And you're like, Paw Patrol. Imagine being these kids' mom. And like, you're such a bad mom that they'd rather call this <laughs> ghost that like tries to hit them with the chair, mother. <laughs> Imagine being those kids' stepmom, and they call you. They're like, "Okay, thanks, Diane." Yeah, thanks, Diane. Oh, oh, mother, put a cup Hello, for us. Hello, mother. <laughs> um, that's that's super weird. Maybe that's what the original widow went through, is that she was Aww. a stepmother who they wouldn't call her by the name, so she just poisoned her children. Mm-hmm. Something to think about. Something to think about. Be nice to your step parents, kiddos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless they try to poison you. I think that's a good boundary to have, actually. You know, it's always important to establish boundaries. And I think the one that I always try to establish first is do not poison me. Mm-hmm. Ground rules. Ground rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is, what's one you got? Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Lexi. So, by, by nature of these stories, they are for children, mm-hmm. right? But this one... I, I, I do enjoy, and I think I enjoy reading it. And I was trying not to read it too loud because I knew you were in the apartment, but mm-hmm. I will do my best. You know I can't hear. I will do. <laughs> you know I'm, like, borderline deaf. <laughs> let, me, let me find it here. Um, it has a strange title that is really unexplainable. It's called Mitai Doti Walker. Walker. Do you know this one? Uh, there's a reference to it in the movie. Oh, okay. Go, go, go in here. Right okay. Here, right here. <laughs> There was a haunted house where every night a bloody head fell down the chimney. At least that's what people said. So no one would stay at that house overnight. But then, a rich man offered $200 to whoever would stay overnight. And a small boy said he would try if he could have his dog with him. So it was all settled. The very next night, the boy went to the house with his dog. To make it a little bit more cheery and bright in there, he started a fire in the fireplace. Then he sat in front of the fire and waited, and his dog waited with him. For a while, nothing happened, but a little after midnight, he heard someone singing softly and sadly off in the woods. The singing sounded something like this. Me tai doti walker. It's just somebody singing, the boy told himself. But he was frightened. Then his dog answered the song, softly and sadly, saying, Lynchy, kinchy, koli, mali, dingo, dingo. There's <laughs> a dog that said that? Yeah, the dog said that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, this is probably some sort of swamp dog. My <laughs> nature. Swamp dog, goggles. <laughs> yeah, so the dog mm-hmm. responded. Responded. 
And they, the boy could not believe it because his dog had never spoken before. <laughs> and a few minutes later, he heard the singing again, but this time it was closer and it was louder. But the words were the same. Me tie, doty, walker. This time, the boy tried to stop his dog from answering by, you know, shushing him, trying mm. to hold his mouth closed. He was afraid that whoever was actually singing was going to hear them and come after them. But the dog paid no mind to the boy, and he did it again. Lynchy, kinchy, golly, molly, dingo, dingo. <laughs> A half hour later, the boy heard the singing again. Now it was in the backyard, and the song was the same. Me tie, doty, walker. Again, the boy tried to keep his dog quiet, but the dog sang louder than ever. Lynchy, kinchy, golly, molly, dingo, dingo. Soon, the boy heard the singing again. Now it was coming from the chimney. Me tie, doty, walker. The dog sang right back. Lynchy, kinchy, golly, molly, dingo, dingo. Suddenly, a bloody head fell out from the chimney. It missed the fire and landed right next to the dog. The dog took one look and fell over, dead from fright. The head turned and stared at the boy. It slowly opened its mouth. Meet I go to Walker. And it just screamed. Oh. <laughs> You're supposed to, if you're telling that to your friends, you're supposed to just suddenly screech your, your, head, your off. head off. Yeah. Here, I can lower your gain down a little bit. You'd have to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Lean back a little bit. <laughs> and that concludes the story. There's, there is no resolution. That dog died of fright, and the head screamed. And that's it. That's how it ends. Yeah, I don't know if he passed go and collected two hundred dollars. I would have thought that lighting the fire would have. Prevented it. Prevented it. But. That's so fucking funny. Yeah, in that story, a head, a bloody head, falls down the chimney every single night. Mm-hmm. Is it the same head? Is it a new? Is it always saying Mitai Doti Walker? I don't know. Is that its? Is that its name? Mitai Doti. Yeah, I've tried to, like, not Mad Libs. But <laughs> Maybe you know he that? just has a speech impediment. He's trying to say me 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 Walker Texas Ranger. Yeah, I'm Ty. And this is Dottie Walker Ranger, and we are your bloody heads. Well, yeah, uh, what they didn't mention was that the reason that the, the dog fell over from fright was because the head was Chuck Norris. <laughs> and he was owned epically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they wrote this story in 2004. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of these, a lot of the stories in here, um, spoiler alert, end in you having to scream at the friends you're telling That's so to. funny. So he was just, like, meandering, like, writing for about like three pages two three pages and then he's just like uh and then you scream at your friends yeah and it, it always puts it in parentheses this is the part where you're supposed to turn to your friend and scream is that really what it says mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. so funny yeah. that's that's hysterical yeah. no but it's awesome it's awesome <laughs> this is the part where you scream yeah this is the part where you run away that's that's why was the dog talking Look, dude, I don't know. I thought it was going to be more relevant, but it was not. It it, it comes out of it comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. What Gr- did he say? Lichi Michi yeah, Taekwondo. Um, 
Linchy, Kinchy, Kali, Molly, Dingo, Dingo. That sounds like a spell. Yeah, it definitely feels um, or like, like I uh, shouldn't be saying it. Or like, or like a girl's name who's like super into astrology. <laughs> like she's Lynchy, like, yeah, Kinchy, Kali, Molly, <laughs> my, Dingo, my Dingo. parents met at Woodstock. Oh my goodness. My name's Linchy, Kinchy, Dolly, Wally, uh, Ding Dong. Oh, nice to meet you. I'm Ooi Ooi Ah Ding Ding Bang Bang. Uh, that's what if a boy so the witch that isn't the witch doctor song i was just talking about this with someone else the other day mm -hmm. the witch doctor song is supposed to be like a, a spell that you say to like get someone to fall in love with you no it, is it really i think ooh, so ee, ooh, ah, ting, ting, blah, 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 yeah because the the you know the witch doctor is supposed to like be giving you advice on how to like you know i went I, to the witch doctor i told the witch doctor i was in love with you and he and he told me what to do he told me so i was talking to someone and they said yeah that's that's like the spell you're supposed to do or you're supposed to say that to the person and they're gonna fall in love with you and imagine like if someone that you would like rejected was trying to pull some ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, on you ting, ting, well. and so you're like ah, ah, ah. like she can she call him that's so funny what if the witch doctor was just trying to get... He was also just trying to slide in with that girl. So mm -hmm. he's like, well, this is what you gotta do. <laughs> you gotta go... Ting-tang, uh, uh, tanger-wogger. And, dude, she's gonna fall for yeah, you. Yeah, she's gonna fall for you. And then she goes, what the heck are you trying to say to me right now, Which doctor? <laughs> uh, he's a doctor. I think we'll go with him. And then the witch doctor saunters over and goes, are you from Tennessee? <laughs> He's saving all the good lines for himself. With that, we'll, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to KZSM.org, Downtown Funk with Sammy the Bull. All right, and welcome back to the Downtown Punks. Swamp Ass Argos here on KZSM, True Community Radio. Uh, Lexi just told us the Mitai Doti Walker from Scary Stories <laughs> to Tell in the Dark. Have you seen the movie? No, I haven't. It's really, it's, it's okay. It's like a 7 out of 10. It's not bad. I think it's a, a horror movie you would enjoy because it's not, like, too scary. Mm -hmm. um, kind of like the books. Um, <laughs> I can imagine. But they have a, a, a monster in it called, like, uh, like the Segmented Man or the, the Detachable Kid or something like that. Ooh. Um, and yeah, there's just a head that rolls down the, the chimney and go, it goes, Mitai, don't you walker? No explanation. And then like the rest of his body just comes and he like chases one of the kids. Oh, that's funny. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that's what it's a reference to. Well, I'm glad that I know the manga, I mm -hmm. guess. The lore. The yeah. lore. There's also a monster that looks like my old boss from Sam's Club. Like the, the woman with the stringy hair and the big smile. Mm -hmm. <laughs> looks like Susan from Sam's Club. Aww. Um. Shout out. Shut up. Hope she's never going to listen to this. <laughs> um, Dream bigger. <laughs> I can't wait to reach. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, you ready for my, my next one? Yep. This one is called Guardians by Dark Alligator. That's funny. Yeah, right? Like Alley Alligator. and then Gator. Yeah. He woke to the huge, insect-like creatures looming over his bed and screamed his lungs out. They hastily left the room, and he stayed up all night, shaking and wondering if it had been a dream. The next morning, there was a tap on the door. Gathering his courage, he opened it to see one of them gently placed a plate filled with fried breakfast on the floor, then retreated to a safe distance. Bewildered, he accepted the gift. The creatures chitted excitedly. 
This happened every day for weeks. At first, he was worried they were fattening him up, but after a particularly greasy breakfast left him clutching his chest from heartburn, they were replaced with fresh fruit. As well as cooking, they poured hot, steamy baths for him and even tucked him in when he went to bed. It was bizarre. One night, he woke to gunshots and screaming. He raced downstairs to find a decapitated burglar being devoured by the insects. He was sickened, but disposed of the remains as best he could. He knew they had just been protecting him. One morning, the creatures wouldn't let him leave his room. He lay down, confused but trusting as they ushered him back to bed. Whatever their motives, they weren't going to hurt him. Hours later, a burning pain spread throughout his body. It felt like his stomach was filled with razor wire. The insects chittered as he spasmed and moaned. It was only when he felt a terrible squirming feeling beneath his skin that he realized the insects hadn't been protecting him. They had been protecting their young. <gasps> that one it made me feel a little ooky spooky. Yeah. I also hate bugs. Oh, bugs suck. Uh-huh. Dang. Mm-hmm. So they planted eggs in him? Yeah. They put little eggs. They made him a little daycare, though. Oh, and that's what he, yeah. <laughs> He's a literal daddy daycare. Daddy, daddy long legs daycare. That's pretty good, actually. I like that. And write that down. Write that one down. I write that down. Um, so they were just bugs. Just giant bugs. But they decapitated a burglar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. What do you want a source? Well, not a source. <laughs> Pixar didn't happen. <laughs> um. No. The just the. The sheer the force. The sheer force, yeah. Like, the diameter of a person's neck. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and insects bones. have knives for hands. I mean, they would need, like, termite, you know, power. Uh-huh. Well, it doesn't specify what bugs they are. Well, sure. Could be a scorpion. Many scorpions. Well, yeah, they still wouldn't have that kind of power. No, they have claws. If it's a big scorpion. Scorpions have claws? Oh, I guess they do. Yeah. that's They have, like, claws and stingers little crabs and they're nightmare creatures the first time i saw a scorpion was uh uh in wimberley mm-hmm. when i was housekeeping mm-hmm. and it was in a this like empty house like no one had it was like under construction and mm-hmm. th- we were just cleaning it to like get it ready for you know some random stuff yeah it was the first time i saw a scorpion i'd only ever seen cockroaches before it's terrifying and so i thought it was just the angriest cockroach i've ever <laughs> seen in my life that's so scary i i think scorpions are my biggest fear Really? Well, legitimately, I'm terrified of them. They're actually a lot more common than you think. Uh, you didn't My cousin's have... a scorpion. That's just scary. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, yeah, he's a scorpion. I'm a scorpion on my father's side. <laughs> um, like, I can't... Dude, scorpions scare the shit out of me. Yeah, I don't I'm... know I don't know what it is, but something about the way they move and like how they sting you, just it just doesn't sit right with me. Well, sure, you wouldn't be sitting right if you were... If I was stung by a scorpion. Coming, yeah. I yeah. think I'm more scared of Scorpios than scorpions. That's fair. Especially Scorpio women. All they do is hurt you. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. I'm no, gonna, I mean, oh, I kind of just shouldn't even talk. I shouldn't have even brought it up. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, next story, next story, next story. Five, next story, next story. Next story. You tell your next story. Okay. Um, uh, do you have a longer one? I have one um, that... Yeah, it is, a, it is a bit longer. Okay, let's hear that one. Go through the whole thing. This is called Somebody Fell from a Loft. Okay. I had signed on as an ordinary seaman on the falls of Edinburgh. <laughs> In this one, you have to believe. Ordinary. You have to. 
In this one, you have to believe that uh, I am a semen okay. on on the falls of Etric. Okay, <laughs> just just roll with me, okay? I'm I'm ready. Me, a semen, an ordinary semen that I had signed on for, on the falls of Etric. Uh, the Falls of Ettrick was a merchant ship that was bound for England. And mm -hmm. the first time I saw that ship, I knew her right away. She was the old Gertrude Spurshoe. I had sailed on her years before when she was painted brown and gold. Now, she was painted black and had a new name. But it was the same sh ship, for sure. We had a pretty good crew for that voyage. Except for one hard-looking ticket named McLaren. He was a pretty good seaman, but there was something about him that I didn't trust. He was kind of secretive. Kept mostly to himself. One day, somebody told him that I worked on the old Gertrude. For some reason, he got all tremble over that. Then I catched him giving me a, one of those ugly black looks as if he was itching to just knife me in the back. I guess it had something to do with the Gertrude, but I didn't know what. Well, this one day, we were trying to work our way through a dripping black fog. You'd scarcely know uh, we had all the lights on. And it was dead calm. There wasn't a breath of fresh air. The ship just lay there, wallowing in a trough, a rolling and a rolling and a going nowhere. I was standing my watch around midships, and McLaren was doing his trick at the wheel. The rest of the crew was scattered around one place or another, and it was quiet as can be. Then all at once, wacko! This thing hits the deck right in front of McLaren. He lets go a screech that turns my blood cold, and he falls down in a faint. The second mate starts yelling that somebody's fallen from a loft. Laying out there, just forward of the wheel with someone, or something, dressed in oilskins with blood oozing from underneath. The captain ran and fetched a big light from his cabin so we could see who it was. They kind of straightened him out to get a good look at his face. He was big, ugly-looking devil. But nobody knew who he was or what he was doing up there. At least nobody was saying. When McLaren came to front, or came to from his faint, they tried to get something out of him. All he did was jabber away and keep rolling those big, wild-looking eyes of his. Everybody was getting more and more excited. We all wanted to heave the body overboard as quick as we could. There was something weird about it. As if it wasn't real. But the captain wasn't so sure about getting rid of it in that way. Could it be a stowaway, he asked? But the ship was so filled with lumber we were carrying, there was no space where a living thing could hide for three weeks, which is how long we had been out. Even if it was a stowaway, what was it doing aloft on such a dirty day? There was no reason for anyone to be up there. There was nothing to see. Finally, the captain gave up and told us to heave him overboard, that nobody would touch him. The mate ordered us to pick him up, but nobody made a move. He tried coaxing, but that didn't do no good. Suddenly, that loony McLaren starts yelling, I handled him once, and I can handle him again. He picks up the body and staggers over to the railing with it. He's just about to throw it overboard when it wraps its two big, long arms around him, and over they go together. Then, on the way down, one of them starts laughing in a horrible way. The mates are yelling to launch a boat, but nobody would get into a boat, not on a night like that. We threw a couple of life preservers after them, but everybody knew they wouldn't help. So that was that. Or was it? First chance I had to go home after that, I went right over to see the old captain of the Spurshoe. And he was captain when the, the Gertrude was around. Well, he says, one trip these two outlandish men shipped aboard the Gertrude. 
One was McLaren. The other was a really big fella. The big one was always picking on McLaren and thumping him around, and McLaren was always talking about how he would get back at him. Well, this wet, dirty night, the two of them was up there alone, and one of them comes flying down. Killed herself deader in a heron. McLaren says the foot rope they were using parted and how he almost fell on himself. But everybody who saw that rope, no, she didn't give away on her own. She had been cut through with a knife. After that, whenever we came into port, McLaren thought we were going to get the police after him and he'd get pretty scared. But we couldn't prove anything, so we didn't try. In the end, I guess the big fella took care of things in his own way. If he was a ghost that came back, that's where he was. If there be things like ghosts. (laughs) Stay outside. Stay outside. Gear bus. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the studio. Garrett Bus, the bane of my existence, the ghost in the walls, Annabelle, the ghost. It's me, guest appearance. Ooh, special guest star coming here today. It's Garrett Bus. I knocked on the window real hard behind you. You got scared. Did you pee? Be honest. Didn't pee. Didn't pee. I ain't, I ain't no peer. I ain't no peer. Here, let me, let me get you some headphones. Some headphones? Okay. Yeah. He's on. Oh, man. Yeah, welcome back to the studio, everyone. Garibaldi. It's me. Thank you, guys. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, where are where could this headphone jack Oh, go? my God. Thank you. So, here it goes. Uh, here, this, this splitter, if I can reach. Um, all right. There we go. Thanks, King. No problem. Uh, Thank Jordan you, Jordan and me have been orchestrating this for quite some time. About a day and a half. About a day and a half. Well, it's a pleasure to see you guys. How's the episode been so far? It's been great. It's been, it's been, it's been, it's been so much good. It's Do you been like good. Lexi, you look so scared. <laughs> Did you get scared? You, Lexi, you retreated into your shoulders like a turtle into its shell. <laughs> I spent like 10 minutes at the beginning of the show talking about how petrified I was last week. <laughs> and how even researching scary stories, I had to keep scrolling past a bunch because they scared me too much. So. What was your guys' favorite like scary stories when you were kids? Did you guys like... Scary story to tell in the dark and like. That's actually uh, what she's reading from. I that was what it was from. Yeah, I, I had checked mm-hmm. out some. I had checked out some books. I mean, the, not quite as scary now. And I think I was scared more of the pictures, honestly. But the, the pictures were so scary. Yeah, yeah, that was, was like the scariest part for sure. when I saw the book for the first time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, did you guys like Goosebumps? I, guess I goosebumps. was. I was a bigger Goosebumps kid than a uh, uh, what are scary stories mm-hmm. kid. I, I mean, those were actually scary. It's probably why I didn't even think. Uh, I, I read this one. It was like. My dad's a plant or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, remember, yeah. I don't remember what it was called. Goosebumps are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Those books are buck wild. I actually, uh, I came here. I knew I was coming here. I planned a little segment for you guys, a very quick little, uh, you know, trivia game, if you will. Okay. Would you guys like to be involved with this? Sure, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Since you came all this way. Okay. Okay, so the premise of this is uh, it's going to be a quiz between uh, real Goosebumps titles or things that I made up, okay? This I'm going to give you segment. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you two titles you're going to have to guess which one was written by R.L. Stein himself and which one I made up about 45 minutes ago. By okay? by, by GM Bus. <laughs> okay. So here's the first I'll alternate from Lexi to Jordan and just keep going back and forth. Okay. So uh, Lexi, the first question, which one is a real Goosebumps title? Say cheese and die or Bone Elisa? 
<laughs> Which one do you think it might be? Do you think it might Which be? Which one is real? Do you think it might be "Say Cheese and Die" as the real book, or do you think "Bone Elisa" was the real Goosebumps title? Uh, Bone Elisa. Let's go with Bone Elisa. It is oh, say dead wrong. It's say and die. die. You're absolutely wrong. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Jordan, you get a chance to be the, the up and comer. Okay. Um, which one of these two titles uh, is, is a real Goosebumps title? Is it A Werewolf Ate My Homework or Why I Am Afraid of Bees? <laughs> which one of these? Is it A Werewolf Ate My Homework or possibly Why I Am Afraid of Bees? Which one do you think? I think a it's title? A Werewolf Ate My Homework. It's Why I Am Afraid of Bees. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, no, it's, it's, not, yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's absolutely. I made up Werewolf Ate My Homework earlier. It's so funny. Okay, Lexi, you're back up again. All right. You got a chance for redemption, mm-hmm. okay? Is uh, Which one of these is a real title? Do you think it's Say Cheese and Die Again or <laughs> Mummy Knows Best? Which one do you think it might be? Mummy That's Knows a tough Best. One. It is Say Cheese and Die Again. <laughs> That's the sequel, the sequel to the titular Say Cheese and Die. <laughs> <laughs> we are 03 so far, but that's okay. That's okay. I feel like you guys can turn this around. Okay, Jordan. Um, I'm ready. You're up next. Uh, which one of these is real? Do you think it's Summer School Bites or Go Eat Worms? Which one do you think is real? Summer School Bites or Go Eat Worms? My guess is Go Eat Worms. That's right. That's yeah! The first right answer. Great job. I'm starting to figure it out. The better titles are yours. Exactly. (laughs) It's not really. Apparently, the way that he makes his books is he comes up with the the title first. first, Yeah. Which is so funny that he thought of why I'm afraid of bees. And he was like, you did it again. You did it again. Did it again. Hits after hits after hits. Okay. We only got two more guys. Two more than the segment's over, unfortunately. Okay. Um, Who did I ask last? Was it? It was me. Because I just nailed it. You're next up. You're next up. Is... Is the actual book title My Hairiest Adventure, plausible, or It Came from Aisle 13? Which one do you think is a Goosebumps title? Mm. My Hairiest Adventure, or It Came from Aisle 13? You know, I am pretty scared Mm -hmm. of the bread aisle at H-E-B. That's true. So I'm going to go with It Came from Aisle 13. The answer is My Hairiest Adventure. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. We have one (laughs) final question. One final question. And you know what? I'll say it. Double or nothing. Double okay. or nothing. Yeah. If you can, if you can get this one right, I'm already in the lead. Then, then, right. then it's oh, yeah. nothing. No, wait, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, if you be, get it, you'll have double. You'll be double in the lead. You'll okay. be the double winner. And if I get it, I'm double. Then you're nothing. Exactly. No, no if, if you don't get it, you're nothing. And if you lose it, then Lexi loses twice. Okay, you guys, ready for this? We got our last. Okay, so which one of these is a real Goosebumps title? Is it "Say Cheese and Die Screaming"? Or Lizard of Oz, which one do you think is the real Goosebumps title? Is it Say Cheese and Die Screaming, which I guess would be a sequel to Say Cheese Cheese and and Die, and Say Cheese and Die Again? Or do you think the title is Lizard of Oz? Which one do you think I made up, and which one do you think R.L. Stein made up? Well, he loves sequels, Mm -hmm. because there were about 15 Monster Bloods. That's very true. That's very true. So I'm going to go with Say Cheese and Die Screaming. They are both real Goosebumps titles. No, no. Yes, they are. Lizard of Oz. Which technically means he got one wrong. (laughs) (laughs) No! Yeah, well, good job, guys. You guys did I didn't do a good, good job. Oh, yeah, you failed. I t- uh, you, you did a terrible job, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess good job to me and me alone. Yeah, this is really, this is really <laughs> actually, my night, huh? Thank yeah. you. Dude, if you, I 
Lizard of Oz sounds like a sketch you would have come up why, with. Why? Yeah, absolutely. Or, or like if we're like at like a subway at four in the morning, you're like, guys, check this out. I'm the Lizard of Oz. Okay, I'm I'm so confused how Oz isn't copyrighted. Like that's the that's like Narnia. It's probably old enough. Doctor Oz. Doctor. You're so right. You're so right. Words are like that, huh? Words are like that. You're so right. So funny. Well, we're gonna end of list. Also, uh, that's the only example I can think of. We'll be right back after this. Hi, this is Steve Chelmsford reminding everyone to catch my show, The Mop Tops and the King, featuring an hour of the greatest two artists in the history of rock and roll, Elvis and the Beatles. Every Monday evening at 9 p.m. right here on KZSM. San Marcos Community Radio. All right, and welcome back to Swamp Ass Uggos here in KZSM. Uh, with me, as always, is Lexi Morris, and with us less frequently, Garrett Bus. Ooh, ghost. Mm-hmm. The ghost of Garrett Bus. <laughs> joined, yeah, we're joined by the, the, the late great, the, the late great Garrett Bus. The, the late, and he was fine. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, right. I like you. He is fine. Is, are you doing bird calls from the afterlife? Oh, I was trying to make the, the, the sound of wind. Oh, oh. Don't ghosts do that? They make the sound of wind? Ooh, that's a ghost. Womp, womp, womp. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is what a ghost sounds yeah, like. Yeah, so many people have died in the Old West that they just send the, they spend their time just sitting on porches and just Well, Clint whistling. Eastwood looks like a ghost. That's so true. He he's, should got be one, he's got one foot in the grave. Mm-hmm. That's actually also what tumbleweeds are. You put are. your right foot in. The spirit of Clint you Eastwood. Right foot. Into the grave. <laughs> Into the grave. <laughs> And then she was pushed. Right. <laughs> hey, good story, by the way. No, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah it was fun. Good. I liked it. Which scared you. Well, I just think uh, the ocean's scary already, so. The yeah. ocean is pretty scary. No, but I really like that uh, That one guy kept looking at some, one of the other sailors like he had a grudge. Yeah. He clearly did have some grudge against someone because he murdered his shipmate well, and sent him happen. flying. I mean, but he know. kept giving some guy eyes like it was his fault. He's just staring at the janitor. Yeah. Dude, I hate workplace drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that stuff uh, happens all the time. And I'm sure they don't have any HR because they're on a boat. Mm-hmm. It's both the captain. HR, more like we are on the sea. That's so true. That's what they would say. HR, more like, hey, really would like to see them, but I'm on a boat. Yeah, the captain would be like, Oh, you can you can file that in the complaint department and then just toss you overboard. Yeah, we're gonna end this riff. I got another story. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> all right, all right. So here's 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 one of my, my last stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alexis, mic's off again. Uh, <laughs> all right. So this one uh, goes: Man and girl go out to drive under moonlight. <laughs> Is that the title? No, this is this is the first one. They stop. They stop. No time on his hands to tell, to actually tell the story. Men and women uh, go out to see a man, a woman date. They they stop at at on at side of road. <laughs> he, he turns to his girl and say, "Baby, I love you very much." What is it, honey? Our car is broken down. I think the engine is broken. I'll walk and get some for more fuel. Okay. <laughs> the engine is broken. The engine's broken. I gotta go get more gas from the gas station. Stop. I think our engine's broken. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go get some cigarettes. <laughs> okay, I'll stay here and look after our stereo. There have been news reports of stereos being stolen. No. Good idea. Keep the doors locked no matter what. I love you, sweaty. So the- <laughs> I'm just reading it as is. So the guy left to get full for the car. After two hours, the girls say, Where is my baby? He was supposed to be back by now. Then the girl hear a scratching sound and a voice say, let me in. Oh, no. 
The girl doesn't do it, and then after a while, she goes to sleep. <laughs> after a while? The next morning, she wakes up and finds her boyfriend still not there. <laughs> she gets out to check, and man door, hand hook, car door. No! God, someone wrote all of that and was like, that should go on the internet. That should live forever. This is my magnum opus. <laughs> they were just like passing in and out of consciousness every five <laughs> seconds. So they had to just be like, man, 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 go man go ba- oh, I'm back. It's the woman. <laughs> That's how I text people when I still had minutes to pay for. It's <laughs> <laughs> limited to three and a half texts a month. Yeah, I'm like, God, I don't get minutes until next week. Man, hook car hard door. <laughs> That's very funny. Mm-hmm. That segment was brought to you by Cricket. Cricket. Ooh. Cricket Unlimited. <laughs> cricket, Cricket. Y'all go, ooh. Lexi, Lexi, I got bad news. Our show just got bought out by Cricket. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Not big Cricket. Is Cricket still around? Oh, no, Singular's gone, right? Was Singular, was singular like Cricket? Singular, singular, no, sing- Singular was the X with a head on it. Singular's like, ba da ba ba I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. All right, Lexi, do you have singular. one more story? Oh, okay. <laughs> Because after this, I got a pretty fun segment for us. So, um, like I said, I I was scrolling through a lot of things that scared me. I was looking at creepypastas for some ideas, and I I scrolled past Jeff the Killer, um, and it frightened me. I started crying in my room. It's like an hour ago. Um, But luckily, ye old Alvin Schwartz, the the collector of stories for scary stories. They're always Jewish. Mm -hmm. R.L. Stein is also Jewish. That's your opinion. Stephen Kingberg. That's <laughs> so true, Stanley. I mean, what's scarier than Spider-Man? Um, so uh, this looks like an interesting copy of the book. I've never seen this before. Oh, the illustration looks different? like a marquee. It does look yeah, like and a it, it matches these. They're a little bit more updated to be a little less frightening than you would have uh, imagined. They're still, I mean, some of them are, you know. Well, that one's a we skeleton have a, that's dancing. You know, that's a little, scary. little jaunty <laughs> skeleton, Hopefully. you know, doing doing a little jig. Oh, those are there's some snakes. There's some stuff that's kind of creepy. Uh, not oh. like viscerally. Dude, I can no. immediately remember all of the pictures from the yeah. original scary some stories. I just remember the one with the pipe. Woman. I want the one, the, the person pie. with the huge have body you, that's like floating like a Have you seen the movie? I have seen the movie a while ago. Do you think that one creature looks like Susan? Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you mean the zombie woman that doesn't have hair? Looks like your old boss. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I hope Susan never looks like this. But, yeah, it actually kind of checks. Like, like somebody who else has worked at that Sam's Club and has met her? Yeah, for sure. I mean, they are similar. Like, they don't work anymore. What the hell do you care? Exactly. Yeah, you're right. I got nothing to lose. All right, Lexi, you have to see, All right. see your tale. This one's called The Attic. A man named Rupert lived with his dog in a house deep in the woods. Rupert was a hunter and a trapper. Not the not a trap house trapper. Okay. I, I knew what you meant. A good distinction. Hey, thank you, Lexi. For, for the woods. <clears throat> the dog was a big German shepherd named Sam. Rupert had raised Sam from when he was a pup. Almost every morning, Rupert went hunting, and Sam stayed behind and guarded the house one morning. As Rupert was checking his traps, he got the feeling that something was wrong at home. Uh-oh. He hurried back as fast as he could, but when he got there, he found that Sam was missing. Mm-hmm. He searched the house and the woods nearby, but Sam was nowhere to be seen. He called and he called, but the dog did not answer. For days, Rupert looked for Sam, but he could find no trace of him. Finally, he gave up 
and went back to his work. But one morning, he heard something moving in the attic. He picked up his gun. Then he thought, I better be quiet about this. So he took off his boots. And in his bare feet, he began to climb the attic stairs. He slowly took one step. Then another. Greek. Then another. Then another. Then another. Then. (laughs) Until at last, he reached the attic door. He stood outside listening, but he didn't hear a thing. Then he opened the door. And ah! 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 (laughs) That's how it ends? Is there a final sentence? Mm -hmm. It's just ah! Mm Mm-hmm. Me, Taito T. Walker. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, you mean, no, do my dirty ducker? I like making up words. That's do you want to, do you want to know why he screamed? Why did he scream? Why did he scream? Well, you would scream too if you stepped on a nail. That's how it. That's, that's how it ends. Get yeah, the fuck that's out how it ends. Here. It ends like it ends like the scene from Home Alone. Yeah, wait, that's he's just, just from he's Home Alone. A, he's the one of the sticky bandits. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of those parts where, in parentheses, the author puts, at this point, the storyteller stops, as if they're finished. Then somebody usually asks, why did they scream? Uh, but none of you... He's just hey, writing... why did they scream? <laughs> You'd scream, too, if you stepped on a nail. Yeah, hey. like, like the Burger King footlet guy. <laughs> That's exactly what you would expect. <laughs> Burger King foot lettuce. My burger... Oh, I just realized that the Burger King foot lettuce... Uh, guy and um, Ryan from BuzzFeed Unsolved are the same voice that I do. Oh, really? <laughs> they're, the, they're the same guy. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so this episode, we're, it's a slumber party theme, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. slumber party, scary stories. Mm-hmm. Told her scary stories. What's the other thing you talk about at a slumber party? Boys. Boys. Yeah. You talk about you talk I about love boys. Jiffy Puff. I really like <laughs> So what uh, what I've done is we have the official Swamp Ass Uggos cryptid dating game Yay. where you can find nice. your perfect cryptid boyfriend. <laughs> After all, dating's hard, especially when your ideal man has yet to be confirmed to exist by the scientific community. Yo, ho, Look ho, ho, no ho, further ho, than ho, the official ho, ho. Swamp Ass Uggos cryptid boyfriend quiz. Are you ready to start? Yes. Born ready. Who would like to go? The correct answer is Mothman. Who would like oh, to go? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Who is Mothman? Who, thank you. Thank you very much, Lexi. Who wants I'd to... like to go first. Okay, okay. Garrett, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> you had your shot. <laughs> All right, Garrett, first question. Yes. What are you looking for in a man? A sense of humor, mm-hmm. someone who can keep up with your lifestyle, mm-hmm. someone who loves to cuddle, or piercing red eyes? Oh, it's got to be those hot, hot, hot cuddle abilities. I want All somebody right. who can cuddle. Somebody who loves to cuddle. Mm. What hobbies would you hope to have in common? Hiking, heading to the club, taxidermy, or architecture. Ooh, I'd probably go hiking. I think hiking would make it good. Okay. Man, how could someone have the hobby of architecture? You don't do that for a living. Yeah. <laughs> you just like, I, I like to fuck around. I like, I like to read <laughs> about it. Post is... So these are my arches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how important would religion be to your relationship? Couldn't matter less to me. Mm-hmm. Not for me, but I'll respect my partner's beliefs completely. Mm-hmm. I practice, and I'll need my man to as well. It's the most important thing to me. It's what binds us together. Oh, God, not that one. <laughs> That's scary. Um, it, what was number two again? Not for me, but I respect my partner's beliefs completely. Sounds good to me. I'll go with Great. that one. Okay. Pick a perfect way to spend an evening with your future hubby. 
a night out on the town, mm-hmm. some time at the pool, Ooh. a lovely stroll through the woods, or bathing in the blood of your enemies and rivals, those who have wronged you, those who have wronged you can wrong you no longer. Whoa, that sounds like a song, kind of. <laughs> those who have wronged you can, can wrong, wrong you, you no longer. longer. <laughs> um, I gotta go that one. That's the most creative okay. one. You of know the that Taylor ones. Swift song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Diamonds and roses and robbers who have wronged you. (laughs) Okay, pick a Fleetwood Mac song from the list below. Mm -hmm. Dreams, Tango in the Night, Rhiannon, or Landslide? Um, Rhiannon, probably. Okay. Rhiannon. All right, do you want to know who the man of your dreams is? Mm -hmm. Who's the man of my dreams? The man of your dreams is none other than Mr. Big Feet himself, Sasquatch. Yes, yes. You know he just loves cuddling and would be a great listener. Get lost in the woods with your Yeti himbo today. Yes, yes, Yay. a thousand times yes. <laughs> I'm going to fuck Bigfoot. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Lexi, do you want to go? Sure, let's go. Cool. All right, I'm not going to read the intro what if, again. What if I finish this quiz and you go, oh, I'm sorry, you're not compatible. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it says wrong. I've never seen this before. It says you'll be single your Forever. whole day. It says Mothman says you're fugly. <laughs> I don't know why. It's, it's crazy. It says, after two dates with Mothman, he is no longer interested. <laughs> Yeah, the next mystery we solved is why you were ghosted by Mothman. <laughs> hey, I have a bone to pick with the word ghosted. I was thinking about this earlier. Yes, with it. There we go again. There we go again. Okay. When you're ghosted, mm-hmm. that means that someone has slowly drifted or away from you. Drifted away from you. So mm-hmm. they, they have decided they're no longer interested. Um, and so you are ghosted, you're like ignored or there's no more contact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the person who is ghosted is the person that has unfinished business. <laughs> so they so, turn into a ghost. Yeah, I can You know what uh-huh. I mean? So like, I got ghosted by this guy and I went on three dates with, mm-hmm. and uh, I made him finish. He didn't make me finish. I'm like, who has unresolved business here? Hit me it. or him? Hey, uh, hit it, girl. Hit it, girl power. Yeah. Girl it. power. Cheetah anyway, girls. tell me about wow. how. So in essence, you are the ghost. I am the ghost. Oh, wow, you're like Danny Phantom, but wow. different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think about that. I'm lonely. That's so crazy. Lexi, what are you looking for in a man? Uh, a sense of humor. <laughs> that is so crazy. Someone, <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> someone who can keep up with your lifestyle. Someone who loves to cuddle or piercing red eyes. Um, the second one. Someone who can keep up with your someone lifestyle. Someone who can keep up with my lifestyle. All right, next question. What hobbies would you hope you have in common? Hiking, heading to the club, taxidermy, architecture. 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 <laughs> I ripped on it before, but I decided it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good hobby. How important would religion be to your relationship? Couldn't matter less. Not for me, but I respect my partner's beliefs. I practice, and I'll need my man to as well. It's the most important thing to me. It's what binds us together. Not for me. Not for you. You respect your partner's beliefs. Respect. Pick a perfect way to spend an evening with your future hubby. A night out in the town? Some time at the pool? A lovely stroll through the woods? Or bathing in the blood of your enemies and rivals? Those who have wronged you can wrong you no longer. On the town. Night on the town. All right. <laughs> who knows it'll happen? You know, <laughs> anything can happen. All right, last, most importantly, pick a Fleetwood Mac song from the list below. Dreams, Tango in the Night, Rhiannon, or Landslide? Dreams. Okay, dreams. You also got Sasquatch. No! <laughs> no! He gets around. He gets you around. Witch? What other options were there? The other options, it was Sasquatch. Mothman was an option, um, and you don't deserve him, Lexi. I know. Um, A Kappa and a Skinwalker. A Kappa? Like a a fraternity boy? (laughs) (laughs) Like a Kappa Beta Fappa. A Kappa Beta Fappa? Uh, No, a Kappa is a Japanese turtle boy. Like a Koopa from Mario. Yeah, they're based on Kappas. That's funny, that's funny. Kappa Kappa. Kappa Kappa Kappa. Kappa Kappa Kappa. 
All right, so uh, I've turned their mics off again. Get us back. Riot. I regret to inform everyone my co hosts have unionized against me. <laughs> me, male 22, and my co host. My subs have. <laughs> yeah, you're no longer my co host. You're now my subs. Oh, gross. I, I sub for no man. <laughs> Can you hear the, the people, people sing? sub? sub? <laughs> Can you hear the people, people sub? sub? No, because he turned our mics off. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was a fun episode. This, this, was my fun. Fun. this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. This is fun. Favorite part was when Lexi pissed her pants. Me too. I never yeah. pissed my pants. They're dry. Mm-hmm. How dry are they? How dry are they? How dry are they? <laughs> I wish you guys had gotten. They could use a little pee. <laughs> Just eat it. Keep the wheels. Spin. Pretty dang dry. Keep the wheels spin. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming out, Garrett. You're yeah, welcome. Garrett. Thanks, guys. Thank you for great thank you for agreeing to. Nice. to I came out of the sewers. Me. You did. Like you the Ninja def- Turtles. I lived definitely there. did. I crawled out. And I just went, bugger. <laughs> slap on the window. Yeah. Only locals take I thirty five. That's so true. Absolutely. Everybody else learns karate from Shredder. Yeah. Oh wait, shoot! They didn't do that. Ah, oh, McCannon. <laughs> the ninja heads are gonna come get me. <laughs> um. The hell was I gonna say? Uh, I the I and I thirty five stands for uh, is 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 you a basic bitch? <laughs> what is Nailed the, it. Then what does the RL and RL Stein stand for? You think? Real life. Real life. Damn it! <laughs> what? How did both of you guys think real life Stein? Because he's hard. Yeah, man. He is hard. Dude. He's from the streets. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, oh, he's from the streets. He is. Yeah. Also, I he's, you were just also like, he has a hard. massive erection. Hard. hard L Stein. And that's real life. Hard, hey, that's real hard life. R Stein. <laughs> hard R Stein. Say cheese and die. I'm hard. It's the first book in the series. No, 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 no. I'm still thinking say about hard. I'm die screaming and hard. Oh my god. I'm still thinking about hard R Stein. Hard R. Oh my god. Hard R Stein. <laughs> I just like to say that the views expressed on this show <laughs> are solely those of your your hosts uh, and do not reflect those of KZSM Community Radio or its governing body, SMTXCRA. Or as I like to call it, SMTX Hard RA. That's oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They are the views of R L Stein, though. Oh my That's god. True. Um, this was a fun. Uh, slumber party episode um i didn't go to a whole lot when i was younger um because like i was so scared of everything all the time yeah the last one i went to mostly social anxiety oh yeah 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 Yeah. not because of bumps the night but because Mm -hmm. of uh feeling like it didn't belong all right um (laughs) (laughs) but i will say the last one i did go to was Mm -hmm. probably i either senior year of high school or a little bit after that Mm -hmm. but one girl came extremely late to the party and immediately started reading the worst creepypasta uh, I could ever imagine and kept all of us up at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my closest friend there had coffee for the first time and was like wigging out somewhere else. So I didn't even have anyone to talk to about oh, it. So gosh. I was just with a bunch of strangers so in the living room, like scared out of my mind. And no one can remember what it was. And so it was all just this collective thing that we all pushed. That's the scariest part about it. I went to a sleepover when I was in eighth grade, um, and there was this kid there named Jacob Doxy um, who had a lacrosse game at eight o'clock in the next morning. Mm -hmm. Um, So instead of not staying over at the birthday party, he just said, "Guys, we have to go to sleep early. I have my lacrosse game tomorrow." Mm -hmm. And he got upset because we were still up playing Mortal Kombat. He called his mom to take him (laughs) home. 
That's very funny. The last mm-hmm. slumber party I think I had uh, was with a friend of mine named Reese Giel, and we stayed up really late, like maybe like 11 p.m. <laughs> we were playing Tack and the Power of Juju for PlayStation 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. And then his dad opened the door and yelled at us, uh, and he said we should stop being queers. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then we went to bed. I think that was probably the last time <laughs> that I had a slumber party. Oh, dude, you missed it earlier. I called Lexi Shakespeare. Hell yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. It really hurt my feelings. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh man! Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, so I think everybody. I think that's been our show for tonight. Um, if any of you uh, have a story or an encounter that you can't explain but would like us to talk about, please email us at uglyswampstories at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to say, Lexi? Uh, yeah. If you guys have any banal gossip you'd like us to also talk to, about, to spin. Yeah, yeah. We love talking about love gossip. to muckrake and mm-hmm. uh, we have not s- we haven't gotten in trouble for the gossip we've talked about yet. So yeah, by all means, yet. please. Yeah, mm-hmm. and thank you once again, Garrett Bus, for joining us. Anytime, anytime. Anything love, you want to play? Love having you around. Um, no, I have literally nothing to do. Awesome. All right. <laughs> have a good night, everybody. Guiding you through this wondrous journey is the hypnotic sound.